so the state of Yu-Gi-Oh is very, very interesting. And um, there are so many things that are going on today that I want to talk to you about with my man's Tom Box. Very, very awesome guy. If you guys did not know about Tom Box, go ahead and check him out. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, though. So, you know, for the people that may not know or the people that may be interested. Okay, well, hey guys, this is Tom Box. I guess that's my usual intro. Tom and, uh, Box, I love that. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I think it actually came from the the Twitch community, to be honest. But yeah, I'm I'm the guy that uh, one of the guys that run MSC TV. There's also my partner Nishi, who couldn't join us here today, but he deals with more of Market Watch stuff. I uh, I guess most of you guys know me as like a ruling guy, a judge guy. I judge like uh, I think most of my in-person events are usually in Canada because I am in Canada uh, Niagara 2000 I think 17 18 or maybe I don't know 18 and 19 something around there mm, yeah somewhere around there and aside from that um, I play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh I teach people deck profiles I like I go through the works my deck profiles are just super long because very in-depth but anyways I just talk about stuff mainly ruling stuff especially if you guys get any sort of confusion on how things resolve or maybe there's a misplay that's happening that's spreading like wildfire that's what i talk about yeah i, I like to do commentary too tom does a, an amazing job on rulings i actually go to his channel all the time to learn about rulings you taught me uh, a couple of rulings that i didn't even know there was one with um there was one that was being mis mis uh ruled wrong with all windows tribrigate revolt uh, oh yeah that one's that, confusing, yeah though. yeah that one was really confusing and i thought i had it right you were like nah that's how it goes i'm like that makes so much more sense so if you ever catch yourself uh needing a ruling then tom is a hundred percent the place to go but um there's a couple of things that we want to talk about uh one thing is both of us are descendants of galactic guy that i thought that was pretty cool to throw out there yeah too. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no most people don't know about galactic god but it, it, now you have it but um I apologize if I'm saying this wrong. I'm I'm, I'm American. Uh, YCS Utrecht. Did I say it right? I, <laughs> I tried. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. Was canceled just days followed uh, or was canceled a few days ago, followed by YCS Pasadena. Um, and this unfortunately sent shockwaves through the Yu-Gi-Oh! community. Uh, we were all expecting to finally get back into in-person events in Yu-Gi-Oh! for 2022. Didn't have it in 2021. Uh, I want to say, I think we had maybe one or two events in 2020. Um, so, you know, we were really excited about that. And uh, the earliest it looks is to be uh, February in 2022 for uh, YCS Las Vegas. What do you think the odds of that actually happening? Like, will we actually even get a YCS Las Vegas? I think right now your best bet is to check COVID charts. <laughs> That's like my <laughs> best bet. Like, honestly... Uh, it's not too surprising that Pasadena got canceled. Like, I guess here's a tip for everyone. You guys can definitely just check the pattern of what happened last year around December to January. And you can see, the, after I looked at it, I'm like, duh. Like, of course, it was going to be a huge spike, especially this time around because, you know, holidays, people gather and uh, with, uh, with the new variant, with, uh, Omnimon? No, Omicron. <laughs> Sorry. Digimon is... <laughs> <laughs> no but like uh, so wow okay so that's what it is um no so like um after like you see that spike i'm like yeah and if if like companies have to follow by government guidelines they're, they're just obligated to do so and seeing vegas you're just gonna the odds of vegas getting canceled it's, it's up there it's up there but like 
best to pay attention to the charts. And like, of course, you know, state legislatures, like some states just won't close for anything. Those states, Texas, (laughs) (laughs) those states, I don't know. They have less chances of canceling. But like, again, remember, it's about where the company is also headquartered. And like, there's like, there's like two ways to look at it. Like, oh, they can run the event and deal with the PR disaster that comes after it. Or they do, they cancel the event. They deal with the, the PR disaster that is before it. But it's like, it's an unfortunate because it was out of a, like the whole thing, like starting YCS is like coming from a good position. It's like coming from, honestly, they're listening to players because players want it to come back. They don't really need to do it unless they don't have to. And uh, they're also risking it too, to, to host it, which is like, they have to, like, yeah. they have to plan months in ahead. And when they cancel that, that means like all the money that went through every single Avenue, they're like just out of the door. So it's kind of yeah. sucks for it sucks for everyone. Also sucks for them, but they also have to take player backlash because I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of pissed too because <laughs> I I have my plane ticket to go as well and I'm like nope nope. Oh, I mean, I'll, if you still want to come to YCS Imperial Courts, you know I got you. You know it's uh <laughs> it's in the middle of the projects. I, I got the big homie, big homie, will watch out for you, dog. I, I'll watch out for you. I'll make sure nothing happened. Come to YCS Imperial Courts, but uh, so I live in Las Vegas, so this is this is very interesting Ooh. for me, and um. <sighs> It's it's hard to say because Las Vegas is like we're like Texas and California if they ever had a baby you get you get a lot of uh, places that are like don't wear masks but like if you don't wear a mask and you come in we're not gonna say anything about it and you get a lot of places like yo you can't come in here without being COVID tested uh, if you're yeah, not yeah. vaccinated like you you get a little bit of, of the best of both worlds so and on top of that I would say that on in Nevada it isn't that bad. Um, I don't know too many people that have uh, gotten this, the new variant, or um, I haven't heard of any outbreaks in Las Vegas. But I, again, uh, we both know Konami, uh, and we both seen their pattern. It, they always err on the side of caution, almost yes. every single time. So the odds of Vegas happening is me on hopium. I hope so. I really do. <laughs> I really do. But um, hypothetically, if you were uh, to come to YCS Vegas. Are you, are you coming to Vegas? Um, not to my knowledge. <laughs> I'll explain why in, in, in a bit. But like, fair, I, fair. I, I, I actually preemptively canceled my trip. I think MBT and uh, Crush Cards and and uh, Distant Coder. Because we were all going to be in the same house. Y'all, y'all was... just go leave me like that? <laughs> we're, we're, we're airbnb and We're like, oh, you know what? We're, we'll see what we can all. I wasn't the one who planned it. Like, I think Crush Card okay. wasn't who planned it. And I, I, just, I just received an invite about it. <laughs> but I mean, like, yo, if I was going to go. But then even like before the trip even was canceled like before konami even made an announcement before i even knew any information about it mm-hmm. i was like guys i don't think i can go because the restrictions are happening about going on the flights you have mm-hmm. to because like i already planned to get myself uh tested three seven so let's be more specific 72 mm-hmm. hours before the event about like uh so i would get my results about 48 hours so then because i have that 72 hour window to get on a plane and then mm-hmm. when i go to the states i have to go before i leave so like probably on the sunday that was that was when i was playing i would probably have to like book a walgreens trip to get another test so i have mm-hmm. to test negative because i can't go on my flight if it's positive yeah because you're canadian i forgot yeah. about that so you gotta so that, like, do the, so okay. basically what i'm saying to anyone that's actually flying in from anywhere unless like you can stay 14 days in the states you know without impacting your lives Mm-hmm. do do what you want i guess but for mm-hmm. anyone that has like has to go back to their job or has to go back to work you know that's going to impact you 
pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. And if you need hospital care, you better have bought that insurance to go. <laughs> you're not Fair. going home without a bill if this is the case. Fair. So let's say hypothetically, um, you know, you already have your trip planned. Uh, let's put you back to Pasadena. What sure. would you do to ensure that your your trip would be fun, but be able to adjust if it happened? Basically, I'm asking, what are you going to do in Pasadena for this Pasadena situation? So if I were to continue to go to Pasadena, well, let's go, let's go before that. If I were to book yeah, let's go before. Let's go, the, let's start with, let's go yeah. with booking first. For booking, you know how when you're booking for an airline ticket, you have that option to pay the extra, I don't know, six, 45 to $60 to allow cancellation? Yeah pay that thing i, I think mean, obviously if, if, yeah. I, I, like now like nowadays of course pay that thing uh especially because you don't know how COVID's gonna go uh but mm-hmm. it guarantees that you're it's like getting a frac a, a large fraction of your refund back like, if you paid like i don't know like 200 dollars or 300 dollars for your plane ticket or whatever it is losing for like getting back 200 something dollars and canceling the rest of the trip that is probably your best bet uh i think for hotels and stuff airbnb your airbnb i think you're only gonna get a partial refund if you try to do it right now because like if you're you're a week ahead so they still have time to actually plan for the cancellation i believe like if i believe it's like 48 hours or like 24 hours you can't you cancel you get nothing back something along those lines but mm-hmm. if you cancel like a way ahead of time i think you do get uh get a big portion of your money back and that's like do all your stuff ahead of time but like for for your plane ticket what you're stuck doing is you better pay that little checkbox where airlines still get the <laughs> airlines get the win against you you get to at least get a little bit of insurance of getting your money back for canceling yeah. the ticket so that's like that's my, like the, probably the best bet i i that's hindsight 2020 i didn't do it so. <laughs> my, two tickets. My, my wife was going to go too Oh, so, so we're both going to YCS Imperial. Okay, I'll see you there. You know, just come through. <laughs> my my situation is a little bit different. I'm like dumb fortunate that, you know, A, the first trip was in Pasadena. I have family. In, I'm from, as obviously I'm from Cali. I have family in Pasadena. I have family in LA. I have family in Watts. I have family in Carson. So when I booked my flight and it said, yo, pay that $60, I'm like, why? I'm going anyways. It doesn't matter what happens. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so like. A good for, for, uh, advice for this year is that if you are planning a trip uh, that involves a YCS situation, um, pick a state where you can go site. Like, you know, worst case scenario, yo, I get to go to Chicago and see everything that happens in Chicago. I get to go to Atlanta and see everything that happens in Atlanta. If you were going to LA uh, or if you come into Pasadena, there's so many awesome local shops in Pasadena that you can still visit. There's so many awesome things to do. Um in Los Angeles, California, that you can go see. Like, uh, I'm going to keep on throwing that out there. YCS Imperial Courts, that's going to happen in a project. So, uh, you know, that that you know, there, there's still so many amazing things. So when you are booking that trip, make sure that um, you have a backup plan just in case. Um, in, in my course of action would be make sure that, you know, that backup plan can be exercised in case the event doesn't uh, happen. I was actually pretty happy when it got canceled because now I get to do so many other great things. Yeah, but um, to me... To me, it was also a bit of a relief as well because I don't have to worry about whether or not I'm going to be stuck in the States. Because if I get stuck in the States, I'm likely going to have to burn my medical leave along the way because because mm-hmm. if I if I do test positive, I have to tell my company that I'm working for, like, oh, I'm stuck 14 days. And that's, like, going to burn all of my sick days in one, one fell suit. Yeah, that would part, suck. That, part, that would suck. And then I, I basically – I can't go anywhere because – I'd be if I test positive. I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm not going to be yeah. responsible. I'm not yeah. going to infect the whole city because then it means I'm stuck like in quarantine 
that's not gonna be fun you're just burning money at that point and that's yeah. actually another thing i kind of was worried about like like people you know i, I see in the comments like after in, the, in that in that post when they said the cancellation people are like oh i'm gonna be safe like i'm gonna be totally fine i'm vaccinated yes every player there would be vaccinated but the thing is you're not just interacting with players i mean are you're you not gonna go out and eat are you not gonna travel around are you not doing this and that with your friends and we're yeah. looking at, and like I like this is like coming from like I guess a personal point of view, like a family friend of mine who mm -hmm. tested negative when they, she came back from um, Cala, California. So she got on the plane, came back to Canada, but then she started developing symptoms. So the incubation period was like all of a sudden it's positive now. And then she infected her whole family and now her whole oh. family's in quarantine. <laughs> her whole uh, family tested yeah. positive after that. I'm like you 100% yeah. want to be safe with that, dog. You 100%. I, it, it, it even it slipped my mind that the reason why they cancel would be for something like that. And it's not, that it is, is extremely important. That it's not 100%. just the venue because players, like logistically, you're not going to, like, you're not sleeping at the venue. You're not. Hey, you're going to hotels. Hey, if you really want to win. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're going everywhere. If you really want to win. <laughs> That's the risk, man. Like, there, there's, like, additional risk that I think players mm -hmm. just, like, they... This is a misplay on a lot of parts. Like, there's oversight, obviously, but like, players are going to go places. They're not going to be in one place, and this is something that has been accounted for. Judges are going to go places. They're not going to be just stuck at the hotel. They're not going to be just at the venue where you know we can guarantee most people will be vaccinated. But like at the even at the venue, there are going to be people that aren't vaccinated going to be walking around. Like, they're not going to be mm -hmm. in the venue, but they're going to be around the building. You might yeah. interact with some of these people. We don't yeah. know, and that's like, you know what? It's, it's just the risk that they're just not willing to take. Yeah, and, and to go back on what I said, obviously, if you're going to whatever event that you're going to, or if you do have a backup plan to go see, make sure you 100% stay safe. You know what I mean? Still follow Absolutely. all the guidelines that are, that are available to you. Stay 100% safe. I know if my aunt gets me sick, I am going to be pissed as all hell because I just got vaccinated and everything. So, you know, um, all that yeah. great stuff. But... With the YCS season, oh man, it, it, it genuinely does feel like it's in jeopardy because we know yeah. uh, Utrecht was canceled. Uh, we know Pasadena's canceled. Vegas just might get canceled. Um, when do you think Konami just says, yo, no more YCS? Just like uh, in 2020, they're like, no more. We're done. And I think it was two. They canceled like what, Brazil and... Yeah. I can't remember the other one, but they, I think they canceled too. And it was like, yeah, we're done for the year. So when do you think logistically they'll be like, yeah, we're done. I don't think they're going to say that this time. I think it's going to upset players if they say it again. They just won't say anything. I think there's just going to be no announcement whatsoever about it, just so that they can keep it open-ended, just keep us hanging, don't tell us the release dates of stuff, kind of same deal. I think <laughs> I think, I think it's their best move, personally, just not telling us, because like, why would you want another, like, this, like, like we like if people already know that there's bad news you don't need to like confirm the bad news with Fair. them at this point i mean there's there's yeah. nothing to be gained by saying nothing's gonna come up and what if like you know the season actually gets better and they do release something in june like, june june july is like that's when it goes when down it, yeah that's when that's when everything down. starts like, to yeah that's when like that's when there's an opportunity where the the model of pasadena could have worked i mean mm -hmm. if they announced pasadena for like june that i, I mean wouldn't have to, to be think, honest, I think March would have been better than because we're still in in the winter. You know what I mean? Like exactly, people still exactly. are coming back. So like even even maybe late. Well, I mean I guess Vegas is in late February, but late February March felt more appropriate because just like you said, um, 
if 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 I knew that Konami was going to be my dad and like go for cigarettes and not come back, I probably would have chose a different <laughs> card game. I'm just putting that out there. But like the way that you explain it, it it a hundred percent like they probably shouldn't tell us. They probably should do that exact approach. Yeah, I definitely think um, that that would be the case. But with that being said, uh, they did announce remote duels, uh, yeah. remote duel YCS uh, in place of Pasadena. And I think, uh, or Tret, your Tret is, um, is, is it going to be combined? Or are they doing one in Europe? I think they're doing, well, this is only for North American players. So, oh, okay. I, I thought they were doing two, one for, for, you know, both American. I didn't, and- I didn't see, I didn't see the Europe side. I didn't really pay attention because I'm not in that region. I mean, but yeah, like, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I pay attention to the results, but I I, I don't think I'll, I'll uh, you know yeah whether I can actually participate in something I can't yeah 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 um remote duels seem to be a big hit and miss with the community because on one side yeah. obviously you still get to play with your real cards like people spend oh, yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars on Yu Gi Oh cards that they actually get to use instead of using an online simulator but on the other hand there's a, a negative stigma attached to these remote duels. Um, since a decent amount of players send that, uh, you know, there's, there's been players caught cheating at particular Mm -hmm. times. Um, there's also the internet and equipment problems that players have, uh, you know, been, been issuing with, we actually talked a little bit before this and we were mentioning Mm -hmm. that, yo, if you go through a a YCS, if you top a YCS, you can almost become a Yuki tuber because all the crash course learning that they give you and the whole little setup that they give you (laughs) and everything. But, um, what do you what are your thoughts about remote duels as being one of the pioneers of uh, preventing or catching players on cheating, and you know all of the innovations you brought towards the remote duel community? Well, the thing about like remote duel is that there's a lot of things that players have to kind of own up, and it's not about offending the other guy, suspecting that the other guy is cheating or not, because you, there's a lot of precautions that you can say to the other guy that almost feels offensive. If you're a nice person. Uh, nice is a bad word since like you know, slash nice guys but like if you're a if you're a decent human being <laughs> let's put it that way <laughs> um if you're a decent human being like just note that don't take it personally if if it's all about maintaining the like integrity of the game like like minimizing cheating all i can say is uh there's a lot of things that you can do to make your opponent do to cancel out cheating by forcing randomization like when you cut someone's deck in a i guess when you're playing like on twitch or whatever you're like like doing the, the, the content creator or whatever like they don't mm-hmm. care as much because this is a casual yeah. this is not there's yeah, like nothing really on the line but when you're playing at like a remote to ycs an extravaganza you know there's like there's prizes on the line we're talking about like ps5s and switches and like prize cards and all that all that, all that jazz like what you have to do is you have to take care of yourself and don't be offended if your opponent makes you do something that uh randomizes your deck or like to them feel safer like i force everything to be random like the first thing let's talk about the camera angle don't use the top down camera angle that you youtubers use you're gonna yeah, reveal I, your hand 90% i 100 agree you're yeah. gonna reveal your our hand angle is not good for emotions our angle sucks <laughs> it's awful it reveals so much information and you get penalized for that so like first that's number one thing don't use this angle i don't know i've penalized people for using it so you know don't 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 do it you're uh, a jerk I, yeah, I use they just try to be like you dog they just want to be like you <laughs> no, put the camera even when i'm participating i don't use this angle anymore i okay. tilt the camera angle 
like pretend at a, at the a eye, level, eye level of your opponent basically you just get it at the tilt down so that if your hand is actually a little bit fan forward they can't see anything the camera can't see anything that's good and also the best part about having that angle is that it's wider people can see around your table as well a little bit better so that they know that you're not fidgeting you're not digging cards out of nowhere because everything's off camera so you you're remove the sus level your sus level goes down <laughs> when you have a better angle that's number one number two randomization man it's about cheating i get like a lot of this stuff is like preventable but like don't do like if you're gonna be on a feature duel like it's gonna be recorded. It, you've got like thousands of eyes on you. Do you think you're gonna get away with this stuff? You're not. Like the chat there was a player that, did, that thought he did. That the player <laughs> he played against Pac. He thought he got yeah. away with it. He thought. Man, the, yeah, and oh, basically, he, he, he. I believe he he admitted to it at some point where he he needed. He said he needed the money or something. I, I, oh, I oh, that's unfortunate. I really do hope that you know uh, the community grows to to especially for somebody that because getting caught cheating is like. Or oh, cheating. No, that's a, de- it, that's it, a death it, sentence it, it, in this oh, community. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and it, it's like, it, it feels like it's a good thing, but there are problems within it. The first thing that I want to say is that, like, people, like, anything is cheating to them. Like, anything yeah. that a misplay could be cheating to them. So, like, sometimes the community does go too far. Like, yo, y'all got to chill. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. The second thing is that, like, it almost feels like a player that cheats has, like, no chance of redemption. Like, there's no redemption arc for them. They're, yeah. they're 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 just you know the the boss from the first level they're done there's no coming back you know what i mean mm, and i do those are two things i would like to see improved on i would like to see players be like analytically look like yo was he really cheating was he really trying is it really a cheat and then if somebody openly admits to it apologizes and goes forward to rectify the situation i would love to see uh the community bring him back into the fold and be like yo yeah you messed up everybody does he ain't kill nobody I, you know I let's think- get back into it I think that's something that even us tubers can like. I'm not sure if the people are gonna like the content, but like tubers mm-hmm. can actually bring them on. They give them a platform to actually talk about it. Like, yeah. Talk about why. Like you basically you, you're we're, we're there to kind of grill them a little bit, but then it also lets them talk about their side of like why. Yeah. They did. Because I didn't and, even like, know it. You know, because they they never really get a chance to really talk about it anymore. Because like anyone that's like if they ever make a video to post it up there, what's gonna happen is first of all, it's not gonna get that many views for for mm-hmm. instance. But then they're also gonna attract the crowd of like I got cheated before. The people that got cheated before they they're gonna be they're gonna come in prejudgmental about this mm-hmm. whole thing, and they're just gonna go a keyboard war all over that guy so 100 it's like it, it it is unfortunate like yeah some people get caught cheating and then they like i don't know if it's like completely intentional to the point where it's distasteful then like yeah like leaves it a really like bad levels. taste and then maybe but like if there's like there's like more to it well mm-hmm. maybe maybe we'll give them a chance like see how they are like you know two years down the line a year down yeah. the line like after yeah. the suspension is done like exactly. maybe they could they can have a little bit of a talk i mean it's not that we're encouraging people to go cheat like of course not like yeah <laughs> like i, I mean i we love obviously say you go get better like uh, hit on like getting suspended because they got caught cheating because this mm-hmm. is something that should not be tolerated for one thing but if they did do it how do we like uh you know how do we yeah. not be in like i don't know an asshole community where we shut yeah, someone be- up completely because yeah you got to remember at the end of the day like these people are still human human are prone to errors you know what i mean like we're not going to get everything right and um from what i'm hearing this guy needed the money so like when you, when you come under, under that type of pressure things can happen and people can make mistakes but more importantly like we said he admitted to it he he's been punished like so i mean and and yeah 
we got our when we when we lose a player in the community we lose a player in the community like overall you don't want that to happen you want that person to to redeem themselves come back into the community and yeah. be a better person but one thing i know that players cannot cheat on a hundred percent is the new master duel that is coming out on february 30th like farfa said so uh <laughs> that's something i'm pretty excited about but for now i guess with the recent uh remote dual ycs what i can give you guys here's the here's all the tips i'm gonna throw at you guys right away oh yeah so that if you are participating in the ycs like in the remote dual ycs first of all shuffling uh what my technique is roll two dice one for the cut and one for the uh, the amount of riffles that someone has to do pay attention to how they're riffling and when you guys are shuffling don't just look at your own stuff look at the screen as well because you need to pay attention to your opponent shuffling as well because that's how people get away with it when you're shuffling your stuff they see that you're looking down you know keep a close eye on that that's one thing roll the die uh do high roll and low roll because dice can be rigged and it's uh, it's, it's actually really really like really i mean i'm in vegas i i, I know everything about rigged dice that definitely exactly. <laughs> so you you have to adjust your rolls high lows to roll, low rolls you, you can't, there's all about the randomization to prevent like the first move even before the first first move is taken is ensure randomization so you have to do whatever it takes to get everything randomized so you can't even take that chance so you just randomize by rolling a dice for your opponent, saying this is the cut. These are not riffles. Make sure that they're actually riffling because pay attention to the bottom stack as well because if the bottom stack's not getting shuffled, then, there's yeah, probably they, some they're... stuff that they don't want there to be on the top. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not, not, yeah. I'm not implicating anything, but do what you can to ensure randomization so you are comfortable with your opponent's deck at the end of the day. That's yeah. like that's more or less it, and make sure you have good internet. Don't use yeah. the oh. shoddy Wi-Fi. Okay? Yeah, get, get off your McDonald's Wi-Fi. Wire your computer. That's all I can say. Yes, get off yeah. of your McDonald's Walmart Wi-Fi. And but, make sure um, your batteries are all charged. Make sure all yeah. your batteries oh, are charged. Yeah. Because that I know works. some of you guys are using your, your your phones and whatever, and they the phone camera dies. You get That's considered as a disconnection. And uh, and you got to think about it this way. It's not about... It's not a DQ. It's a game loss? or It's a game loss. It's a game loss until you fix it. But you also, you're also under time rules at that point. You're under like mm -hmm. uh, tardiness penalty. If you can't fix it within a certain amount of time, you might get pe you may or may not get penalized for tardiness, and oh, that's wow. like a three minute, ten minute thing, and uh, you could uh, it could uh, just end up being like a match loss. So you might yeah. not get like dropped off of the the event, but like uh, just be careful about it. Make sure that you do your part in ensuring that you can play because yeah. you know the venue is YCS living room at this point. <laughs> yeah, and if you get a like a Nokia five hundred, your your phone will never break, and it'll probably it'll probably work. <laughs> If you get if, if we get the Nokia 500, but um, Master Duels, oh man, you know I was kind of excited about it because like kind we of. started to get information, but then the information just stopped, which is understandable because you know the cancellations and all the other things that's been going on. But um, I think it would just be best to like try to fill in the blanks on what's happening. Um, Master Duel, we we did get to see single player, and oh yes. It, and it was some interesting things about single player, but at this stage of the game, what do you think? Do we even really need it? I know for newer players, there's almost no way for them to like learn Yu-Gi-Oh because it's so much information. But is Master Duels the correct way to do it? Mm, like I think they mentioned in their first announcement trailer, the one that had like all those all those really crazy things announced with it, like cross duel mm -hmm. and everything. Um, 
I think they said the master duel is more for the more adept player, like the the intermediate to more competitive yeah. player. I'm pretty sure they're gonna have some sort of training level for newer players. Because I'm pretty sure they want new players to come in. It's not just about the people that know how to play, but they did suggest like, oh, go play duel links if you want an introduction to Yu Gi Oh first, and then then try master duel <laughs> afterwards. I mean, that's what they, they're suggesting, but like that is not a good idea. Yeah, it's, in not, my it's, not, gonna, it's not gonna it's not gonna teach you Yu Gi Oh. It's gonna teach you duel links. It's gonna teach you speed duel. That's what it's gonna teach you. It's gonna yeah, it's okay. gonna teach you speed duel. <laughs> but like like for single player mode, I think it's actually a good touch. I mean, what if you actually can't connect online for one thing? Yeah, if they let yeah. you play single player, all, mm. like and maybe they have decent sets of AIs. Like, what if they have AIs that have the meta decks that you want mm -hmm. to play against? And yeah, they, that would be they, dope. That would be really good because now you can always practice against that deck. You'll know at least more or less the gist of it. It might not play as good as a Jesse Cotton. Yeah, they'll just normal summon as as the pack that we were talking about, or <laughs> maybe like Cody Angeloff or any other game or any one of those guys. It might not play as good as those, but it'll give you a basic idea of like the basic stuff they can do. And mm -hmm. the player interaction is going to be what's key overall. But having a single player mode to kind of just grind up the basics, I think that would be dope. Not that, yeah. and, and especially if it, it like. Maybe they give you like first time rewards. The first time you play through it, it gives you like I don't know crafting material for making your cards. Because we've seen crafting, right? Craft, you have to craft oh god, cards. we're gonna talk about that in a sec. We're gonna talk about crafting <laughs> and all that other stuff in a second. In a second, um, but like if it gives yeah. you like that kind of material stuff, that like the first time you do it, it incentivizes yeah. people to go through it anyway, just so that they can maybe get more cards and then it's like yeah. a way you can get more cards without interacting with a guy that's gonna play Sword Soul Ten Y right off the, out of the gate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> imagine imagine playing a, a cody agile right off the gate like just sitting oh down God. you you, you got your battling boxer deck you got you got your celtic guardian deck or whatever you know you got your favorite cards put together yeah sit down and he's like yo sword soul let me do this that that's oh i feel sorry pro for those players you just got protos protos lock <laughs> <laughs> and he calls he randomly calls the correct attribute oh no it's it's oh no point though but one thing that I actually did like about the solo mode, one thing that I paid attention to is um, when I talked to Konami uh, a little while ago, they eluded that there was no lore for the TCG. Like, a lore doesn't exist in the TCG. So, with Master Duels having lore, lore now exists in the TCG. So I was Pretty like... Cool ridiculously excited about that when i saw that you know you know it had a whole little lore thing i was really hoping that dual terminal lore and all that other stuff and maybe we start getting uh the the master duel the the series the booklets and stuff like that because um in america or in outside of uh, asia the merchandising is not as frequent as the you know our asian counterpart so mm -hmm. I'd be extremely excited for that if we, if you know, the lore lines up and if that's what they were planning and all that other crazy stuff. But um, our next thing was the crafting. Oh man, I am so scared because three super rares for <laughs> if you have three random super rares, you can get one super rare of choice. Is that official? I don't know. That was like that was the demo. That was the demo that we saw because we saw them like craft mm -hmm. down their cards into materials. We saw it like yeah. oh, every single like super rare. I think they, they they're doing super rares at the time, and then they took the three crafting materials that they got and made a new super rare. So okay, they, okay. There's, there's so, always that going to be a con, but I I don't know. That could have just been like alpha testing just to show us like oh they, you can craft cards. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be rarity crafting. 
and uh, that's gonna get pretty pricey. Yeah. So in the long run, I, I mean, well, luckily, unlike all the other games where you know they. Well, cards are going to get banned for sure. I wonder how they're going to handle bans. You know how, like, in Hearthstone, they handle bans? You get to, like, uncraft your card for, like, full price and craft it into something else. I think that would be dope banned. if they did that. Yeah, like, if I if I spent all this time grinding to get a Imperial Order and the Imperial Order gets banned, it, it feels really bad in real Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, except yeah. not only in Master Duel, you spent money, potentially. You also spent time. So, yeah. like, getting getting that back to be able to do something else, that's dope. 100% agree. I was wondering if they actually were going to still include a a pack system. Like, oh man. I think, I think, I think they will. I think they will. I personally think they will. Is, is it going to be like like uh, Legendary Duelist? Is it Legendary Duelist? The Nintendo Switch game. I forget the name of it. Legacy um, of the Duelist. Legacy of the Duelist. Is please it be like, don't be like please Legacy. Don't, don't, please don't. Don't do it like I, Do it like <laughs> Duel Links. I'll be happy. If you do it like Duel Links, at least people know there's an end goal at the end. Mm -hmm. do it like dueling i think that is probably better or they yeah. can do a pity system within <laughs> if they if they're gonna do it like legacy of the duelist have a pity system in there where if they don't pull anything new within like two to three packs guarantee something new that's gonna happen a hundred percent but then because they do have the crafting system so it kind of makes it so you that know what randomization yeah. makes sense because uh that means if you get a bunch of cards that you don't want then you can downcraft yeah. them so that you're still at yeah. basically the you got an insurance system where they're still guaranteed to get the card that they want but they still have to kind of either grind through getting like getting currency mm -hmm. grind through all that stuff to to get there if they're lucky they don't have to but if they're not lucky then they they can still at least use the crafting thing to, to yeah. get the thing that they want so in other words they kind of gave you a little bit of a backup system which is why yes you can still gamble for packs but you also can Get the single. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my biggest problem with Legacy of the Duelist is that not only were the hard cards to get hard to get, I remember going through the Kaiba pack or whatever, and I had to spend hours upon hours upon hours. I think I spent like three days just getting. Don't be on Hopium when I when I I'm gonna be on Hopium. Thunder Dragon Colossus. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I like, Thunder Dragon straight up. Thunder Dragon Colossus. I spent way too much time getting that card. And if Master Duels is anything like that, I mean, obviously we still have the the crafting system, but if Master Duels is anything like that, oh man, I wouldn't know how to feel. I really wouldn't know how to feel. I I would very I would feel conflicted. I, I have a suggestion. It's time to do a subathon. <laughs> so, grinding card subathon master duel <laughs> oh no oh 24, 24 hours to get straight. that third clauses <laughs> oh god you know what you know what if it comes down to it i'm down i'm down yeah. only if you join only if we, we got to do it together i'll join i'll, join. I'll <laughs> definitely join I, i'm looking forward to master duel because it looks really promising like to be honest it looks really promising it does but, it does but, for other things I do expect Master Duel to have, I do expect some level of TCG cross promotion. What do you I'm mean? expecting it. Like I'm expecting TCG cross promotion to some degree. You know how when we buy a structure deck, it comes with the card say, hey, go play Duel Links? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, but yeah, I'm yeah, expecting yeah. maybe they'll, you know, they'll do the thing that Pokemon does. Like how we um we get a pack and it's like yo you can scan this to get a free pack or something like that. Yeah, basically something like that. If we if they do OTS packs that includes it, it will encourage people to go to tournaments. Oh, this man's big brains. How you how you think of that, dog? 
that that was that was huge. If they and it's only three cards per pack anyway, so of course they can slam a they can you know, slam like one of those card in there, and it's a promo card. Easy. As long as the promo cards are all done right, then yeah, people people are going to they, people already want the OTS cards. They're just they're, now you're gonna get more people that that play strictly online. They're starting to acquire physical cards, and we yeah. know physical card addiction. Like once you get like a couple good cards, you just want to build the whole deck. Yeah, me and my boys like, was actually talking about. Um, how they could do it. It was not as big brain as yours. You should work for Konami, right? And basically, <laughs> we were explaining um, how to, how it's so easy to get people from the video game to the card game and how you get people from older formats uh, to, to this current format. Like, for example, um, there's a really big GOAT community. I don't know if yes. Konami pays attention to it or not, but sure the GOAT did. community is huge. Well, yeah, because of, yeah. And we'll yeah. talk about, actually, we could talk about that now because we've already talked about that, uh, if you don't mind, uh, moving to that particular side. Yeah, so let's go on. Yeah, so the GO community is huge. And with me and my boy, we were talking about, we were like, yo, instead of giving us trash Yu-Gi-Oh cards inside of sets like um, Maximum Gold Eldorado, there were some cards that we were like, why, why, why do we need another Dark Magician reprint, right? But if you were just so happened to make a gold rare Injection Fairy Lily, a gold rare in Delinquent Duo, now those GOAT players have to get new product in order to get, you know, to play their delinquent duo in a different rarity. Or maybe they want a delinquent duo. Bam, it's in this product. You turn around, they have all of these other cards. Now they get they get back into real Yu-Gi-Oh! You know what I mean? Maybe they dabble yeah. a little bit. They trade with the players. But uh, that is actually one of the things that we want to talk about is the new Yu-Gi-Oh! formats. And Oh, yeah. My favorite one is pretty obvious. It's going to be that Time Wizard format. I love GOAT format. I love September 2011. Um, I love Duelist Alliance. I love those formats, just hands down. What do, what do you think about uh, these formats being implemented in uh, in our Yu-Gi-Oh card game? I think it's good. I'm I'm really curious about the execution of this whole thing. Are they going to cycle these formats? Who's in control of these formats? Is it the store or is it like Konami themselves? I personally think if Konami controls themselves, it'd be a bit more like I, it feels more realistic. Let's put it that way, because I don't think they want the secondary market to control this in like to some degree like you it, know what you said we'd be stuck with like only like one or two formats let's be honest yeah it, it, it'd be like, dope in 2011 like that that's it like yeah, every other format exactly. does we're not exist <laughs> we're <laughs> gonna be stuck with two formats and i don't think that's, that's what they want like i think they i think if they really want to get like they'll be like oh they'll price support this particular format or if they do like mm -hmm. time wizard format they're like oh we'll, we'll do this they might go through the works just so that you mm -hmm. can experience like the vast majority of Yu-Gi-Oh, not just one or two formats. I, I know that there's going to be, like, there's probably they're probably going to accept popular opinion at some point. Where yeah, Goat and the, yeah, they're, they're they're probably going to be like the most solid ones. But there's a couple ones I'm pretty curious about as well. Like, I'm mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure like I I think if they controlled it to some degree, it's okay. I mean, sure, if the store controlled it, we get to enjoy Goats as much. I, I don't think I don't think there's like a okay. There's probably a bad way. I don't want I don't want to knock it out because like I could be completely wrong. But like. Whether or not the the the, uh, the stores controlled it or Konami controlled it, at least we have it. And at least yeah. we, if we get official support, get prizing support for it, mm -hmm. that's all. I that's like that's enough encouragement for people to go in. Can you imagine if like they had like um like uh, make their own like you know how Speed Duel has their own OTS packs? Yeah, Speed yeah. Duel tournament packs. What oh my! Oh, delinquent duo ulti Yo, like go cards. Ulti delinquent duo, dog. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? 
I, MSG, th- you don't you don't speak to to the players. You speak to their hearts, dog. You 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 talk to us in a different language. Wow. Like there's like a lot of things that they can do, and yeah. like there's a lot of ways to incentivize. Like, oh, can you imagine back in the day of like some of some of the Edison format stuff? They if they got like higher rarity, higher rarity versions of that, like yeah. because because there's a, there's a reason why I want them to be higher rarity. First of all, you're playing them for them basically as prizing and prizing. Nate needs to make you feel good. If it doesn't make you feel good, then what's the point? I mean, sure, sometimes you want the copy just to play it, but if you already have the copy, you yeah. want the highest version of that copy. So, a hundred percent. Like, if you, if you if the format the format's pretty much already solved within those formats, you know what's <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> you know what's good, you know what's not so good, you know what needs help. But just to have your favorite cards in a higher rarity, like the card pool is only so big like why not get it in a different rarity like you know what i mean exactly and and that's also a great for the secondary market because not only do players have access to a lower rarity they have access to a mid rarity and then they have the access to the highest rarity for those players like you know yours truly yeah. that just spend an ungodly amount of money on Yu-Gi-Oh! just because exactly that's, so, that's what i mean so there's, there's there's opportunity for like prizing support to incentivize players yeah oh man other formats there's deck masters <laughs> oh my yeah you were just talking about deck masters earlier i heard you love that format i heard I, you i thought i, I thought you i played uh, played a good amount okay on my 24 hour stream i decided to play that for a very long time i think we played it for like he's a psycho he's a psycho so it was, we, we did it we, we we did it on uh db so the rule for us was like we, we straight up started the game we just go into our decks or extra deck banish the card that uh that, that's our deck master. We leave it banished, and then we can just normal summon it onto the board, you know, by just putting it back on the board. Well, it's like, easy. <laughs> the DB bad thing is that it. it's a normal summon. Like it's a normal <laughs> summon. Oh, I think I have. Okay, what I'm gonna say right now, spoiler alert, is what needs to happen in deck master format. It needs its own ban list. It one does. thing, it, it does, does need its own ban list because <laughs> they're they're okay. I I actually crafted a list of the top ten deck masters. Among any anything below the top three is very fun. Anything <laughs> above the top three is just not playable. So so it's really a top three, but the yeah, other ones are actually three. if the you, you bad those three, it doesn't it's matter. Fair. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the other things don't matter <laughs> because oh okay, man, top three monsters A to Z dragon A to Z, A to Z dragon whatever the his name dragon is. dragon buster A to Z guy yeah. Yeah, that guy, because he is among the top three for the reason that uh, he is more or less just Herald of uh, uh, of Ultimate. Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Except that it can discard any card. Yeah. It's also not once per turn, and it's also a 5k booty, so if you just want to put him on the board, you can. And this if you lose him, you basically lose the game. So it kind of takes away the risk of like putting a weak monster into your deck master. So he's kind of like, you, you, you start going second, like, I don't care if I'm going second. I am going to just play this guy, and then now, now everything below everything below the the top three cannot be played at this point. So what That's could crazy. even be better than this guy? Well, to be better than this guy, uh, you can play. Um, uh, arm dragon catapult cannon because the co- because whatever that's banished can't activate so you put a copy of a to z <laughs> now they can't use abc it. is finally the best deck again it's <laughs> finally <laughs> the best deck. 
<laughs> so they can't do it, right? So you just vanished A to Z. Now the A to Z can't activate anymore. And now you have free reign over the entire duel. But you then can again, stop their deck you, master. All you're doing is canceling out each other's deck masters. So it's just normal Yu-Gi-Oh from there. So yes, yeah, it's, it's, no, it's it's one-sided Yu-Gi-Oh because you still have your boss. Oh yeah, duh, <laughs> duh. My fault. My fault. How could I be so dumb? It's it's, it's one-sided like, deck master. Yeah, it's oh, one-sided deck master. So that's what you're the best doing. One? But then finally, the the best monster actually to me it does have its own counter but it's majesty's fiend turn off everyone's deck master play unga bunga Oh right from the get-go <laughs> like you see what i'm saying like the top three has a huge problem because like that way arm dragon catapult cannon can't even activate so in other words your majesty's fiend will always be there yeah. and uh, since nothing can activate you just gotta play a bunch of like spell based burn cards just stall cards just like just stall your way through things that, like Pankertops. Zeus is really good because he can summon a 3k Zeus by just swinging when they seize monster. And we're just, mm -hmm. since nothing can activate, he's just really big. And anything that you can get that's big for free, like alphas, Pankertops, all this. What about you just crack your free. opponent's board and summon like vanities? <laughs> yeah. Like if you were gonna, if your opponent's gonna, like if you put all of your resources into cracking your opponent's board and building your own, if you play a deck like that, and then summon vanities at the end, if your opponent was gonna beat your board, then you were gonna lose anyway. So vanities yeah. just becomes like, you know, it's try harder, beat my board, or lose. Like, you can yeah. literally just either win or lose. It's all in gamble in there. But <laughs> if they have a ban list and they actually clear out some of these problematic monsters or define the format a little bit more, maybe mm -hmm. actually make deck master cards. I was just thinking that, like speed duel cards. Yeah, make some specific, like, yeah, yeah, make some specific speed duel S cards for them. Then mm -hmm. it makes a lot more sense. So you can't just have everything as a deck master. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 may be a way to handle it, but it's fun. It's really fun when you're not playing these broken monsters. Okay, I was, I was cool. not gonna lie; it's actually kind of nice, like seeing Zushin being played. That was like <laughs> he's 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 impossible to kill. And I, I I was basing this specifically off the wording that when your deck master gets destroyed, you lose because they haven't really yeah. all the rules, right? Yeah. So if destroyed. you tribute it, it doesn't. You don't lose. You might lose your effect that you have. But that means kaiju is not an automatic out because everyone's like, oh, just kaiju their guy, it's gone, and they they lose. But what if they, like if you kaiju the guy, they just go back to the deck master area. And, Dog, uh, you just, they just can't I just want to point out. I just want to point out that you just rule shark the living daylights out of Konami. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets destroyed, but it's not destroyed. It was tribute. You rule so shark. It you just, it just gets off. You know how like even in the in the anime, like Noah's yeah. art. You know, it got yeah. it got busted. He didn't he die. Got, just it, it, he it, just, went, it went in his background. Yeah. yeah, I just went back to the background. <laughs> Nothing happened. I'm like, yeah, okay. So it's fair, like that you gotta have something like that. You know, just to reminisce about it. Yeah. Another cool uh, is common charity. Well, I don't think it's cool. I think common charity is like the worst one of them all. You you gotta be interested in deck masters. I don't like common charity because um, common only. There, well, yeah. First, that that's the first problem. You know what I mean? It, I don't even think it can be rare. I think it just has to. Be, yeah, it has to be common. They had it has like the Pegasus challenge previously, where you had to play with only one rarity. Like your whole deck has to be ultra. Your whole deck has to be secret. Your whole deck has to be like common. So this whole is kind of like limiting ulti. it down to that just one pool. Okay, I like the whole deck has to be ulti. <laughs> or luck. the whole deck has to be ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> a three ghost honest dog three ghost gores like come on you ain't seeing me dog come on now but um <laughs> three ghost blue eyes <laughs> dog you got to tribute your three ghost honest for your three ghost blue eyes or two yeah, ghost honest for your three ghost how blue do you eyes. even be able to play but for common charity i, I kind of get it it makes your bulk a little bit more useful and can you imagine if they they like 
I don't know where this is going to go because this almost feels like it's like a forced market shift. Mm -hmm. It's a forced market shift to give like common cards a little bit more uh, oomph. Uh, if it has its own ban list, it'd be kind of interesting as well because there's some cards that just don't exist in lower rarity and they're just not playable. And then there's some cards that are really, really powerful that are common. Like that, that like it almost becomes must play Yu-Gi-Oh cards yeah. strictly because it's common and it's just kind of yeah. like... Yeah, you're going to activate my sixth sense, you know. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> not, yeah. Um, Rivalry of the Warlords format is a format based on just one type. Is it? I like okay, it. If it's just one I, type, I, I actually so, do like, like it. Like, I, 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 I believe so. Um, let me let me be a thousand percent sure because it just sounds like... I mean, you went out of your way to name it Rivalry of the Warlord, right? So, like, let me make sure from what I read it was a hundred percent that. So, Rivalry of Warlords. I hope it is warlord god i got rulings i got versus goes in match format so oh <laughs> and guess what only pops up rivalry of the warlords just the card um i don't know that format but if it is what it's, it sounds like is uh there's uh i think it's actually kind of a cool concept to be honest yeah just but, one type but then that also allows, i like, think warriors just take over or beast warriors yeah, I mean it's it, it, like it's it's either one of those just take over and become the top deck. Um, obviously, there, there's still so much to explore about these particular formats. I've been stuck on the Time Wizard. Obviously, you've been doing your deck master. I know about Common Charity. I know that there's some um, uh, Spanish. No, there's a certain country that got cards printed in Common that don't get printed in Common anywhere else. I want to say Portuguese. Portuguese. They oh. came inside of OTS as Common. They got like extra cards and they're good oh, cards. Yeah. yeah and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the particular cards, but I think that that's a little unfair, you know, either put <laughs> them all in common or, you know, cause I, I, I only read English, so <laughs> yeah. I'd appreciate that. But, um, yeah, like I feel like we're missing another format. Heart of the underdog. Heart of the underdog. That's, um, that's, that is the one where you cannot play meta decks, quote unquote meta decks. That is so confusing. It's, it's a rogue tournament. It's a, it, it is a rogue-esque tournament because like they made I think in their post like, oh, you don't have to play against like the tri brigades or the drytrons. I'm like, okay, that's fair. But who controls this? Who's controlling? Because I know one of my locals in this area at one point did something like this. They're like they did not allow anyone to play well, they did not allow anyone to play like uh, the, the top meta decks at all. Like when when Drytron was a thing, you know, to play Drytron Virtual World or any of those big decks. And they even banned cards like Ash Blossom because people couldn't afford it. It was oh, like okay, mainly it's like it's like anything that's like really expensive. They didn't allow people to play, and they had their own little ban list. And it was like the it was kind of weird that they were kind of controlling it so i didn't go to a lot of locals at all i just yeah. like okay, like you guys are controlling a little bit too much so like, people with the cards can't can't enjoy their cards so that like it like by having heart of the underdog you automatically have that notion that you have the cards that you can't enjoy mm -hmm. but i don't think yeah. that was the purpose the purpose was that a lot of people go to locals I'm not sure if that's the same for you guys. I mean, you guys leave a comment down in the comments, you know what I'm saying? But like, 
you go to like a lot of people that go to locals they don't have all the top tier decks like they just they just don't a lot of them like to pay play their favorites some of them might have it they still choose to play something else otherwise i do it from time to time i don't always mm-hmm. want to play sword soul i want to play my shark deck <laughs> or play utopia hey, for, for that sharks matter. are too strong you know sharks, sharks are sharks are really strong especially if you're really right oh my god that thing is that thing is insane I really, I like, yeah like, i think that I like with the utopia stuff as well i like, I like mm-hmm. trying new things especially at locals i won't like it's like there's no way i'm trying something new at a YCS because I'm not going to try something I'm not comfortable with. This is mm-hmm. my chance to try something. But like, Heart of the Underdog gives you that chance that if you if you try something, you can still win because it puts everyone on that same playing field to some degree. My, but like, it depends my, on who controls it, really. My problem with the Heart of the Underdog format is that it creates a vacuum. I think that banning Ash Blossom was a good idea. I genuinely do. Because when you take away the top meta decks, the decks that kind of like just skirt Ash Blossom, like, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, the the lower index lose to like one interruption. Like we're talking about like if you take away all the tier one and all the tier two decks, no matter how you put it, if you take away the top Yu-Gi-Oh decks, then certain cards become so oppressive in the Yu-Gi-Oh card game. Like you kind of have to take those around, uh, away too, but then you go back to what you're saying. Who decides what these cards need to be taken away? You know, who actually determines which cards need to be taken? So I do appreciate konami trying to get players to like feel better about their decks that may not be as powerful but at the same time the only thing that this particular format does is create another tier one deck that exists where it's just better than everything else by worlds and nothing else can beat it is you just got to figure it out first yeah, I think I, I don't. I think that's a pretty close statement. In fact, actually talking about all these formats in general, it feels like everything is like a like they're like they're creating ban lists for each individual category. It does you feel, like, feel like you have to like yeah. okay, time, like time wizard opera time wizard. Obviously, you're switching the entire ban list and cutting off you know release date. Deck mm-hmm. master format, you're going to need to cut off a few deck masters before that thing is like playable because uh, the the way that you have to build decks. Everyone has to have at least two win cons or else the deck master shuts you out. So yeah. there has to be some sort of balance. They're hard of the underdog. Who's choosing the what's allowed to be played, what's not. That's another form of like uh, <laughs> restrictions of ban listing. Robin Warlock just cutting out archetypes. So that's like yeah. your ban list. Common Charity, you're doing a rarity-based ban list. So everything is just a ban list here. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Like... Uh, Heart of the Underdog reminds me when you know when you get all like dual book and stuff. It's like no pendulum, no XE, no links, no. <laughs> it's, it's the exact no dragoon, <laughs> play fair. Yeah, exactly <laughs> it feels like that. It's exactly that. <laughs> it's exactly that, Doc. But man, it it has been phenomenal, man. It, it's 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 always amazing to talk to you, Dog. And this is the first time I've had you on the channel. Um, I really hope to have you again in the future because, man, you know, you my boy, uh, brother, uh, Galactic God is our dad, I guess, yep. at one point in time. <laughs> and uh, I would love to do just so much more content with you, man. I really do look forward to it. Um, yeah, is there anything? Time, I will try. I will try. This okay, is, yeah. This is the year to reach out. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, we, we may have some things under the wraps for everybody that's watching this. Uh, something that may be coming out real soon. I, I'm not sure if work schedules will conflict, but... It's going to be really, really fun. And uh, 
if you guys want to catch uh, Tom Box, please go to his channel. It is so much awesome information there. Uh, judge rulings. Uh, you don't do live duels anymore, or do you still do live duels? I want to do them. It's just COVID restriction prevented me from actually yeah, doing that's, a yeah. lot of this stuff. I have like my crazy setup right here. I'm not sure if they can see it, but like, yeah, if I, I've got a crazy setup ready to to do live duels. I love doing commentary otherwise because I can I can usually guess what's going to happen. I don't know. Once you once you play the game to a certain level, you can read what they're trying to do, and you can almost like when you commentate over someone else's duel, you can play. Mm -hmm. He has the Imperial Order phase now. I'm pretty like I'm a hundred. Yeah, sure. like I will, I will I will bet my firstborn child that he that thing is like <laughs> is like uh, Imperial Order in the back. There's no way he would have made that move. We like, we should hella do like a uh, co commentary together on some stuff. That'd be dope. I, you know, I'd, that'd be super dope. Yeah, I but, can't I wait. Mean, I just gotta, I just gotta get those live duels back out because like I love playing. Like people are like, do you like judging more? Or do you like playing more? And, like I like playing more than judging, to be honest. Okay. Who wants to who wants to spectate when they can be playing in the front row seat? That's fair. That's fair. I I, I actually have an affinity for judges. I I love judges because they take time out of their day to make sure the game is held to its utmost standard and it, it's just like a whole level of respect for you guys uh you know out there making sure everybody else is having fun but hey judges are players too most of the time they want to get their thing going and it, it'd be exciting uh some of them are really to good too like mm -hmm, very very i mean some of them scary good like this yeah. guy's scary good he topped with drytron i hate that deck <laughs> <laughs> i topped with drytron with one eva it was a bad build but i just somehow uh i got i got several parts i got lucky because my opponent made a misplay and, and like when they make a misplay you gotta you, you like you know your build is not you as good them. you gotta punish them super hard so they, they can't, can't come yeah. back and you also don't know when to actually slow down like you gotta mm -hmm. slow down your own play sometimes because like when i when i was playing drytron i learned how to eat all the hand traps to the most optimal ways i can I ate so many hand traps. I got my cards banished, I don't know, once, at least twice per match because they're going to be like, oh, cycle redo your card. Oh, I'm going to crow your card. Oh, I'm going to draw and lock you. Like, you have to learn how to eat these cards. I mean, like, oh, they're going to, like, I don't know, dark rule your entire board. Are you going to survive it? Like, like these are the things that you need to know. Like, oh, they're, oh he's playing a, he's playing an easy deck, man. Like, well, it, when you got everyone playing at the same level, Mm -hmm. the, it's it's not really that easy, especially when each you know how to hurt each other as badly as you do. Yeah, so it's it's not as easy as it sounds. Yeah, but thank you guys so much for watching, and you guys will obviously see Tom a, a lot more. A really good friend of mine. Um, go again. Go ahead and check out his channel. Channel, and I'll channel. catch you. <laughs> check out his channel, guys, in Canada, and I'll catch you guys. <laughs>